in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me There once lived a merchant who sold his wares at the weekly fair. The sound of tinkling coins pleased him the most. One fair day, the merchant sold all his wares earlier than usual. He quickly filled his bags with the gold and silver, loaded his bag with the money and hopped on to his horse. He wanted to get home before nightfall. At noon he stopped at a roadside inn. When he was about to continue on his way, a servant brought him his horse and said, "Sir, A nail is missing from the shoe on his left hind hoof. Oh, let it be, dismissed the merchant. The shoe will certainly stay on for the six hours that I still have to ride. I'm in a hurry. That afternoon, when he dismounted once again and had his horse fed, a servant came into the inn and said, Sir, a shoe is missing from your horse's left hind hoof. Shall I take him to the blacksmith? Oh, let it be, answered the man. The horse has managed well till half the journey he will carry on for the rest of the way well i don't have the time to slow down for his shoe i'm in a hurry he rode on before long the horse began to limp it did not limp long before it began to stumble and it did not stumble long before it fell down and broke a leg the merchant had to leave the horse where it was unbuckle the duffel bag load it on his shoulder and walk home on foot not arriving there until very late that night all this bad luck he said to himself was caused by that cursed nail
This popular Grimm's Brothers tale inspired English poet and writer George Herbert to write the famous proverb, For want of a nail, the shoe is lost. For want of a shoe, the horse is lost. For want of a horse, the rider is lost. This popular proverb has been adapted and retold in several languages and texts. And it's no surprise why. Procrastination is a universal theme of interest that touches children, adults and professionals alike. What was considered a sign of laziness? Studies have revealed that procrastination is a result of complex psychological factors. Students struggle to complete homework. Adults struggle to keep a clean closet. Professionals struggle to complete their presentations within a timeline. Last year, my husband called me a perpetual procrastinator. He sent me Tim Urban's powerful TED Talk on Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator. I kept talking about refurbishing my website, restarting my podcast and writing a book. He heard me out and at the end of the day texted me the YouTube link to Tim Urban's talk. I rolled my eyes reading his message and didn't watch it. I procrastinated some more because watching it would mean taking action. I had heard about this particular talk but I had not watched it. With the link sitting in my inbox, unread, unopened, I had no stress to take action. It sat there for a long time until one day I decided I had to be the action taker. My website became my first project. Last year, I sat down to redesign it after abandoning it for seven years. I restarted one of my two podcasts last year. You're listening to the 41st episode of season two of Golpo Stories from Around the World. And I'm finally working on my writer's muscle. I'm writing almost every day to create a discipline around writing long form. Whether you tell the story in the classroom, living room or boardroom, refrain from telling it as a prescriptive precautionary tale. Don't use this story to instill a sense of foreboding, failure or defeat in your listener. Instead, use it to understand what is stopping your child, your sister or your colleague from taking the right steps. For all you know, they are unable to take the first step. Help them lay the steps out and take action. Remember to read the show notes for some useful links. From a business point of view, this is a great sales story for me. The nail as a precautionary tale while talking to a client is the perfect story to nail in the idea of what happens when organizations don't invest in storytelling at the right time. If you are a client organization, don't be surprised if I share this story with you. Earlier this year, I read Peter Holland's Finish What You Start in an attempt to keep myself on track while I was taking action. The one aspect that I'm still working on is doing nothing. Peter suggests we take into account the dangers of burnout and spend time taking off. Being self-employed with my hands and heart always full of stories, work is never work. I don't fear burnout. At least there is no visible wear and tear on my psyche with this with this work that I do around storytelling. But I always wonder what would happen if I truly burn out someday. Would I stop telling stories? So doing nothing is not even an option. My mind is always working on a story. Isn't that amazing? Ask yourself, what do you procrastinate most about and what are you doing about it?
This week's story, The Nail, is a fairy tale from Germany, a country visiting India during the G20 summit hosted this weekend. As India plays hosts, I thought it would be a great idea to feature some of our guest countries in this podcast. We have already featured stories from Russia, Turkey, Argentina, China, Italy and USA. So, here's to some more tales from around the world. This story is also one of the few fairy tales that I tell and work with. For those who know my work and repertoire, they would know that I don't tell too many fairy tales to young children. Fairy tales have been largely misunderstood by readers as children's stories. They work beautifully with preteens, young adults and in some cases professionals. Remember to read the show notes for some interesting links to use fairy tales. Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag #storytellingwithrituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.